Hello and welcome to Talkin' Baseball. We had the two AL favorites tee off. We had two teams tee off on each other. Big weekend of baseball. Let's talk about it. Hello and welcome back to Talking Baseball, presented to you by Seat Geek. They're the geeks about seats. They know all about them. Go see a game. Go see a West Coast game. Go see a Middle America game. Go see an East Coast game. If you use code Talking, you'll get twenty dollars off your first purchase. Thank you, Seat Geek. And it's a baseball summer, people. Hockey's done. Basketball's done. There's no foosball right now. It's baseball only, and I'm with the king of baseball only, Trevor Plouffe, BBD. No Jamalama Ding Dong as he is working on the fight breakdown. Uh, It's looking like it's going to be an all-timer. He is in it deep. That was one of the longest baseball fights I've ever seen, so I can only imagine how far in the weeds my sweet Jimothy is right now. Uh, but we will do our best. Players only. Chat, we need you today. We need some MVP. Need per- we need some MVP performances out of the chat today. Uh, Trevor Plouffe out in California. How are you doing, Big Daddy? I'm doing great. You know Monday episodes are my favorite. I mean, especially this weekend. How long is this show going to be? 16 hours? Yeah. There's so much shit we got to cover. Excuse my language. Yeah. You know... When something like this happens, we're talking about the brawl. I don't know how much we're going to get into it today. Might save it. I don't know. But when something like that happens and then the internet, there's only one guy they're looking to. And that's our king, Jimmy O'Brien. That's got to be a strange feeling for him. You and I have talked about this a little bit. I think he loves it. I think he thrives under that pressure. Uh, But I am excited to to see what he's got cooking because that's going to set the internet on fire. Yeah, he uh he he carries that weight. Uh I know he also he woke up to uh some dog poop in his living room which he wasn't happy Perfect. about that this morning, but uh that will be on its way soon. Maybe who knows? Maybe it drops during the ebb. Maybe we just let it rip live. Uh, oh my. And watch all 22 minutes of it. Yeah, this uh might be our first overnight episode of Talking Baseball uh as baseball's <laughs> just hot in the streets. There's a it's lot so to hot. cover. Uh, the brawl Yankees Astros, uh, was a wild one. Uh, performances all across baseball were really good. Did you have a good weekend, Trev? What'd you get into? I did. You know, we had, um, I had a Tyler Skaggs high school all-star game that I managed. I managed the red team. The red team was victorious. I'm two and zero in the Tyler Skaggs uh, high school game. Uh, but a lot of, my boys were out there. Brawny was out there. Uh, Brad Newman, my old trainer. Brad Boyer, hidden coach of the stars. So we had some people out there, some really talented uh, high school kids getting after it. Even one kid that's maybe getting a draft in the first round. Mm. Last name Newt out of Sierra Canyon. Shout out. Okay. Um, we had some players, man. Okay. I love it. I, and I had a party. I drank some tequila. You know I don't drink tequila. So Oh. Yeah. Tequila trip wasn't, was out. Wasn't great for me. Okay. 
Okay. Uh, per usual, it's summertime, so I had a wedding. Uh, actually, one I was pretty stoked for. My uh, buddy Kyle, day one friends. Congrats to him and Katie uh, out in Long Island. On Long Island. Never know. Uh, Trev. Yeah. I think it's code time, Big Daddy. We got to talk. I mean, a lot of oh, talking yeah. baseball For, celebs. Forgot, forgot, I'm National League. A lot of talking baseball celebs are in this. I mean, Jesse Winker, J.P. Crawford. I mean, yeah. J.P. Crawford. Yeah. I mean, this is lined with, this is, it feels like a talking baseball all-star episode. And, Trev, you are batting leadoff with the National League, and it's brought to you by Warehouse Games. We're actually in our one-inning league playoffs right now. Uh, I think Jamalama Ding Dong is facing off with uh, Jack from We Got Ice tonight. Uh, game two of their playoff series. I'm facing off with Nikki Cass. Uh, they People are saying, their words, not mine, that me and Nikki Cass's last game from Friday is the best blitzball game they've ever seen. Rumors. I don't know. It's their opinion, not mine. Go check out the warehouse games. We, uh, It's funny, whenever we run into people, we get a lot of people that are super excited and love it. And then we also get a lot of people that are like, dude, last Saturday, bro, I landed on your guys' blitzball stuff, and I was there all day. So, like, they're, they're half sad about it, but they're also like, it was awesome. So, Trev and his forgotten rotten jersey right now and the hat and the the sunnies full uni uh so go check them out uh warehouse games uh youtube channel so much good stuff on there the og blitzball battle trevor ploof if you would do the honors of walking us through what happened in the national league this weekend well, my people, let's start in Atlanta. I think it's being called the Freddie Freeman Emotional Tour. Dodgers go in and they win two out of three. 4-1 Dodgers, 5-3 Braves, and then 5-3 Dodgers in 11 to take the series. Uh, game one, Urea, six innings pitch of one-run ball. Uh it was a great game, okay? Braves had bases loaded, down 4 on the 6, and Olsen up could have been a big moment. He hits the sack fly, and that's all the Braves get. Uh, game 2, Freed versus White. Freed goes 6 and 2 thirds innings pitch with two earned runs. David Price got in that game. Ozuna had the go-ahead homer. And in Game 3, Gonsolin versus Strider in probably the sexiest matchup of the weekend and does not disappoint at all. Uh, Gradrol ends the game getting danced. But a great series right there. Uh, Freddie Freeman, like I said, very emotional. Dodgers take two out of three. Moving on, Phillies. I like it. You're taking three out of four from the Padres, but you lose Bryce Harper. We'll talk about that. 6-2 Phillies, 1-0 Padres, 4-2 Phillies, 8-5 Phillies. Three out of four for them. Musgrove gave up six runs in game one, and Ranger Suarez was nasty. Seven mm. and a third with two earned runs. Uh, Phillies took the lead with five in the sixth off of Musgrove. He took a no-hitter into the fifth. And then things just unraveled. Uh, we'll get to the rest of the games. The big thing is Harper. We're going to find out today if he needs surgery or if he doesn't, uh, but a big blow to them. Snell hits him with like a 97-mile-an-hour fastball on the hand. Uh, tough one. Phillies take three out of four. Mets down in Florida taking on the Marlins, and they take two of three from the Marlins. 5-3 Mets, 5-3 Mets again. That's kind of cool. 3-2 Marlins to avoid the sweep. Uh, Sandy Alcantara, seven innings pitch with four Ernies. 
uh, in game one. Lindor had a solo homer. It was like the first homer Sandy's given up since May or something like that. Uh, game two, Bassett does his dang thing. Settings pitched three earned runs, and Alonzo had two homers. Uh, Mickey Rojas had a homer in game three, and then there was a walk-off. Nick Fortes, congratulations. Ottavino, you hung that one a little bit, but Mets take two out of three. Uh, Reds, how about this? Go into San Francisco and take two or three from the Giants. Mm. Four to two Reds showing great fortitude. Nine to two Giants in game two before the Reds took game three. Ten to three. Ashcraft looking nasty out there. Game one, eight innings pitch, two earned runs. Uh, Yaz gets the Giants within two with an RBI single in the eighth, but Strickland K's Crawford to end the game. Webb looked nasty game two for the Giants. He starts to double play and afford to escape a jam. He's been electric over his last four starts, and the Giants just scored all game. And then game three, um, they scored seven, the Reds, in the third inning. Uh, Nick Sensel didn't even know he was going to hit again as they batted around. We'll talk about that. But Reds, good job taking two out of three. Don't know where I'm at in the song, but we got one more series. It's the Cubs at Cardinals. And the Cubbies take two of three from the Cardinals. Hendricks dealt as he always does against uh, the Cardinals. It went 3-0 Cubs, 5-3 Cardinals, and then 6-5 Cubs in 10 in game three. Uh, we'll get into these games. Like I said, Hendricks dealt. Flaherty has to exit the game. I checked in with them. He's going to be okay. I uh, said it was preventative. Uh, yeah, Cubs take two out of three. And that is what happened in the National League. Thank you, Trevor. Your National League standings. Uh, the New York Metropolitans remain on top of the East. They have a five-game lead on the Atlanta Braves. Now, the Phillies, 39-35. They're, they're staying... Hopefully, stay away from that 500 area, and, and you might end up in a good place. Florida Fish, 33-38. and 38, Nats, dead. Brewers, they have a one-game lead on the Cardinals, 42-33. Uh, and 33. Cardinals, 41-34. and 34. A mini, what is you doing, baby, from the Cardinals? Uh, Pirates, Cubs, Reds, although Cubs and Reds win their series, so happy for you guys, but still far out of it. Dodgers 45 and 26. They're two games up on the San Diego Padres after this weekend. 45 and 30. The Giants 39 and 33. Six and a half game back. Uh, and obviously, my snakes and rocks bottom feeding currently. Uh, Trevor, in your National League, people remember when you dominated with the Phillies. Where mm. do you want to go? I'd say we go straight to Atlanta. Freddie Freeman coming back home, uh, obviously gets a huge ovation, very emotional press conference. I don't know. Chris Rose asked me this. Do you feel like it's been a little too much from Freeman? Or is this kind of par for the course? From Freddie individually or just the whole situation or what? Well, yeah, Freddie. Um, Clayton Kershaw had a quote saying something like, I hope we're not second fiddle because we're, we're a good city too. We're a good team too. Do you think this is it? Like this is closure for Freddie or where do you think uh, this lands? I I think, how about this? This is where it should end unless we get like a playoff series. Oh no. You know, like then, then, you know, let's No turn... standing ovation in the playoff series. Oh for no, but back. I'm, I'm saying just the, <laughs> the pure drama knob. Like if these two teams do link up in October and it's Freddie and Olsen and Kenley, oh my God, Kenley coming Exactly, in. that's another great storyline. So that's, uh, I think what, I'm assuming where what you and Chris Rose are referencing, 
at this point, like, the story just kind of needs to end. Like, it was in Atlanta. He gets the standing O. No, dude. Like, this was my whole thing. Like, forever we were doing the, ah, oh, Freddie's going to stay in Atlanta. He's a brave for life, right? And then it's like, well, go get that money. And if you want to live in California and, and they'll take care of you, why not? Uh, but, man, he walked off on perfect terms. Like, the literally every player's dream terms. How, yeah. how many other scenarios would a player come back and if they just left in free agency, maybe they get one standing O, maybe they're getting a couple boos and stuff like that. This is perfect for Frederick. Uh, and, yeah. and does it end? Hey, and the Braves moved on first. Let's not forget that. Yeah. Right. That's, that's where he's clean on all of this. Like, yeah, I, I, I like it. I love that Freddie's emotional. I love that he's letting it out. I told Chris uh, that I saw Top Gun yesterday, and I got mm. emotional in that movie. As you get older, this it's just what happens, yeah. dude. You start to cry, especially when you have kids, man. Just wait. You start to cry at everything. Uh, but this is obviously a fun series besides that fact. Yeah. Uh, Dodgers in game one, uh, Smith RBI single, and a Turner sacrifice fly. They kind of go ahead and, and just hold that. There was that big moment. Uh, they had the bases loaded down four nothing in the six. Olsen's up. You're like, dude, this could be a freaking moment. Gets the job done with a sack fly, but that's all they get. Uh, Freeman in his return, one for three with a single, two walks and two runs. Mm. Pretty decent game. First game back. He feels comfortable in Atlanta. I wonder why. Uh, game two, Freed does his thing. Six inning, six and two thirds uh, with two earned runs. Um, Dansby hits a hanger for a two-run homer in the third. And I was, you know, you see David Price come in the game. He's looking pretty good. Mm. Vila was back, topping out 96. Um, Smith had a game-tying homer uh, in the top of the eighth against Minter, which is nice, a nice shot there. And then Ozuna uh, though, with the go-ahead two-run homer in the eighth. Did it for the Braves there. And then, yeah, like I mentioned, that last game, sex appeal out the yeah off the charts. Catterday versus Strider, and they both look really good. Um Thompson had the game time two run single. Did you see it? Uh, yes, he didn't right, see it. right off the glove. He didn't right? see it. Yeah. He was looking in left field. Yeah. And that's one of those things. You get that little cutter there and uh, off the end of the bat. Hey, it worked. Uh, you tie the game there. Um, but just a really electric series. Really fun to see this. And, you know, we're going to get into the whole Houston and Yankees thing. But this is this also feels like could be some sort of playoff matchup obviously, from last year. Yeah, it's uh, Michael Harris. You might hear a little bit about him later on in the episode. We'll see. Uh, Dansby, I got tagged because he hit that hanging slider. His All his home runs had been off of fastballs, but he gets one. So, hey, there, there you go, Dansby. Problem solved by you. I love David Price looking good. I did not know that. I, I can... I wouldn't mind seeing a little bit of him in October. He's been in some big ones. And the other note here that I'm seeing, we love, you know team dynamics or or even something that feels like it doesn't matter but very much does matter in baseball. Trey Turner back in the leadoff spot yes. and going nut job. I I love that. That's I mean that's a big dynamic change. How are you starting the game? One of the best players in ball and he's uh, you know, I think let's see, 9 games, he's 18 for 42. That's a 429 batting average, one dot in mm. a couple swipes in the process. So that's that feels significant of me and you know I we John Boy Media we've got some good Braves connections Peter Moylan Ashland um, you know to to go down <laughs> I saw Ashland's tweets were like please Kenley there's one game I beg that you don't blow it's this one and uh, tough 
Uh, ain't that it? Bruce Star finishes it off. God, you forget how freaky that dude is. My goodness. Yeah. I mean, Ozuna got him the game before. He comes back to get Dansby there. I believe it was a fastball, but that was like 102. So, you know, Dansby yeah. hitting the fastball as well, but that's 102 for you. That's a hunjo deuce. Uh, Harris, you'd mentioned him. We'll get to him a little later oh. in the show. But he made some great catches. He looks like... Uh, a star in the making. A little stud. And yeah, try uh, we'll see. Yeah, check about Acuna. We'll have to check on him, see what's going on. Uh, there's no fracture in his foot, but he says he can't put pressure on it. So he hopes to be clear in the next couple of days. Prayers to Acuna. Need that guy in the field. Need it. And yeah, with, with the Braves, and I, me and BBD were talking about this on Wake and Jake a little bit. There's currently two kind of standouts in the AL and the NL. It's, it's Dodgers-Mets. It's Yankees, Houston, Padres have been sneaky there along the along the way, but are the Braves going to keep their hot ways going and kind of get involved in that top tier? Boston Red Sox, you might hear about them mm. in a little bit, but Braves, they take two out of three. Uh, aesthetically pleasing, right? You you like these two uniforms? Oh, classic yeah. matchup right there. Classic matchup. Love those unis. And not a bad week or two for the Thompson brothers. Uh, so that's fun. Matt Olson, did you see he accidentally bumped into Freddie and people were like, whoa, and it was accidentally, huh? Oh, okay. I love it. Let's put a little gasoline on that fire. (laughs) Matt Olson throwing elbows. Matt Olson, date Jake's daughter. He's too nice to be doing that. I think we're follow him on the gram. I think he's got a serious girlfriend or fiance, but. (laughs) If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, you know? It doesn't work out. 50% of marriages. <laughs> Best of luck to you, Matt Olson. Uh, where do you want to go? Do you want to go to your Phillies and the Padres? Keep the East Wrong Coast, pod. West Coast? Okay. Let's stay on the West Coast, East Coast, West Coast. What did you just say? Phillies. Look, great series. You've been playing great. Take three out of four and against a really good Padres team at home. But, you know, the headline here is Bryce Harper. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know where you go from here. I had to answer this question er- earlier today on Baseball Today. Uh, is the Philly season over? Whoa. It's hard, not, it's hard to say anything, but yeah. Like, how are you going to replace that? Mm. Uh, Chris shot right back at me. What about Acuna last year with the Braves? I think there's some different themes going on there. But, I mean, they're not completely done, but it's going to be tough for them to come back uh, from this. We're, again, awaiting on the news uh, with Bryce, if it's going to require surgery, he's going to have it le- looked at by a couple different professionals, get a couple different opinions on it, and then they'll decide what to do. But this is either going to force them to kind of lay down or to go real hard at the trade deadline with Dombrowski. And I think that's kind of what everyone's interested in seeing, dude. Did you see the hit by pitch? I sure did, Trev, because one of my, I shouldn't say one of my favorite things. Well, A, it was your guy Snellzilla, right? I mean, a Trevor yeah. Plouffe Instagram Live king. Uh, and Snell, because we can do this because we're humans and we live in a society, Snell gave him the like, dude, I obviously wasn't trying to do that, like, my bad, and Harper gave him the like, I know, man, like, I, I know, I know you weren't trying to do that, which, hey, like, we're going to probably talk about this when we talk about the brawl, like, if you're a pitcher and you throw a ball 90-plus miles per hour near a dude's head, you know what, it, it doesn't make you less of a competitor if you give a little like, dude, I'm, I'm not trying to do that. Because uh, that's kind of where we're at in society. We can be better. Anyways, a soft Jake coming out. 
Uh, oh man! For it's okay, you, Freddie, me, a Top Gun. We're just feeling. <laughs> it. Hey, at this wedding this week, I get emotional. Emotional guy. Uh, Harper, let's see what the injury news is. Uh, obviously, it's in it's in a tough area. We don't like that. And yeah, if, if you're the Phillies right now, you are clearly. If you look at the MLB standings, it's pretty funny right now. There are. There's 15 teams above 500. There's 15 teams below 500. The Phillies are currently in the above. And we'll see how they finish going into the All-Star break. We're currently in that kind of, you know, you've got 20 games to finish strong. Think about when we, uh, who was our team last year? The Mets West Coast trip. Or maybe it was the Cubs. Mm. The Cubs West Coast trip. We were like, let's see. This is going to be big for them. And it ended up being a collapse. So we're. You know, you got like three weeks to the All-Star break. We're going to see who's finishing strong. And maybe, I guess, the positive Philly spin zone. Love Chris Rose coming at you with Acuna. Uh, but it would be it would be reshaping the Phillies. If there's no Harper, does that mean Castellanos or Schwarber can DH? And then yes. maybe can you get a good defensive player out there? And you're now you're starting to change what a Phillies game feels like. Uh, it's hard to... You can't replace Bryce Harper. You cannot. Now, now, we're going to get into the series, people. I kind of want to go in, into this just a little bit more. Rob Thompson. Now, this is maybe where you see the manager have some influence on the game. Yes, how does he handle the DH position? Is Castellanos going to benefit offensively from not having to be playing in the outfield all the time? Same with Schwarber. I mean, Schwarber, maybe you just keep Schwarber out there because he's been balling yeah. offensively. Uh, you're, you know. So, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to change everything for them. Um, but... Like you said, you're not going to replace that at all. But it could spark some people. Like if Castellanos gets hot, that's what you're going to need. Like you're going to need somebody internally also to step up along with probably, you know, a guy at the at the deadline. But let's, let's get into the games. Yeah, First so- game, a uh, nice little pitching matchup. Suarez goes seven and a third with two and runs. Then Musgrove, like I said, he had no hitter going in the fifth. And then it all kind of mm-hmm. crumbled there. Uh, five in the sixth inning for them. Schwarber had to go ahead two run homer. And then Rio Muto hit the three run homer. It's like an oppo line drive off a slider. Are these balls just like, mm. what's up with this? Mm. I know, I think this was a day game too. So maybe that had something to do with it, but did not look like a ball that was going to get out. And it did. Uh, so Musgrove's day kind of unrattles there. And the uh, Phillies win six to two. Game two, Gore looking nasty. Five shutout innings. This is the Nola game. Yeah. Aaron Nola versus Austin Nola. And uh, little bro drives in the only run of the game in the sixth inning with an RBI. It was his first hit in five uh, career bats against Aaron. That's nice. Yeah. I remember the first time I got a hit off my brother, like in wiffle ball, or like when I finally was able to like compete with him a little bit. Nice feeling right there. Mm. Probably a little bit different at the big league level, I'd assume. Uh, not for me. Uh, BBD, I, I do not have a brother. BBD does. He let out a little bit of the brother's groan. Like I, I think that probably mm. sticks with you guys. Um, yeah. You know, I remember the first time I, you know, was able to out-wrestle my sister. And, you know, I kind of got my growth <laughs> spurt, and I just sat on her. Um, <laughs> older sister, she bullied me a lot. She used to trick me a lot smarter than me, higher IQ. Um, I could see that. Yeah, yeah, I was easy to trick. She used to, my mom would call her, send over the list of chores that need to be done, and then she'd just rearrange them and take all the easy ones and she'd give me all the shit ones. And I didn't even question it. I was just like, okay, mom's mad at me, I guess. That just sounds like smart management. She was delegating to you. That's she's, great. She's Rob Thompson. I'm Girardi. She's Rob. Yeah. You're out, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I, I do think, 
you know, out, outside of in these in these games, uh, you you circle it and you say, you know, since since Bryce Harper has gone out, you know, do they limp into the All Star break? Do they pick up steam into the All Star break? Because they're probably one of those teams. I mean, they obviously want to be buyers. That's why Dombrowski's there. That's why they spent on multiple guys on this team. You gotta you gotta keep up the pace, and as long as you can stay above five hundred, which they have, you know, this series, this is a nice win over the Padres. I I've complimented these Padres a lot. This is in San Diego. Um, I know they're missing Machado now, and we'll see what happens over there. But you know this this Padres team has the fifth record, fifth best record in baseball. They're a good squad. So this was a nice bounce back from the Phillies, especially after they dropped those two weird ones to the Rangers. Yeah, and they had a chance uh, to sweep. Uh, in the NOLA game, the bases loaded in the ninth and Shore flied out uh, to deep center, like mm. just missed it, real pissed at himself. Um, but they lose that game one nothing. Um, Eflin, this was the Harper game. Eflin goes five innings, especially two and runs. And actually, the two uh, earned runs was an Alfaro RBI double on a catchable ball to center. So you kind of mm. hate to see that. Uh, Snell goes five and two thirds with four and runs. Um, the Phillies got the lead in the fifth, Rio Muto, another homer for him. Off of Snell. Okay. Um, so they win that one. And then they come back from a tough start in game four with Gibson. Two and two-thirds uh, innings pitch with five earned runs. Uh, Schwarber go ahead. Oppo threw a homer off of Chris Mott in the seventh. And he extended his on-base streak to 30 games. How about that? Okay. Kind of going off. Okay. So, so Phillies, they got it done. Get it going, real Mudo, man. He, yeah, uh, he's his his numbers aren't. Talk about a spark, you know. Like sometimes be. something like this happening puts you down, but you got to find a way to to just get going. Maybe Real Moto is a guy that just starts to go and steps up for that. Love that. Uh, you want to keep Cronin and keep it East Coast Mets fish. Austin Nola's the older brother. I believe so. Yes, he can't. He came up. He My just bad. came Chat, up later. Appreciate it. Chat, let's go. So we said you needed to step up today, and you did it. Let's go, chat. So you know what? It's a whole different story now for me. We'll get back into it later. Okay. Yeah, let's go Crompod. Uh, uh, now we got Mets at Marlins. Kind yes. of a big series here. I like this series. Aesthetically pleasing. Even though I don't really like the Marlins uh, uniforms, somehow these uh, go together. Uh, we got five, three Mets. They take two out of three. Five, three Mets in game one. Uh, they kind of get to Alcantara. I told you Lindor had the solo homer as his first uh, homer since May 11th that Sandy's given up. It's June 27th. So, okay. Uh, uh, Mark Canna added the solo shot. And then there was an interesting play, the double play that wasn't, uh, if you will. Astudio gets a ball, goes to tag the runner, but he has the ball in his hand, tags him with the glove. Mm. Can't do that. Uh, and then Marte beats it though at first. So they thought they had a, d- a double play. Both calls get overturned because the umpire called him out at first too. And then the door hits a double after that. Uh, so five, three Mets game one Bassett with a strong start in game two, Alonzo with the two home runs. Um, and then game three, three, two Marlins. Uh, both pitchers did really well. Setting his pitch, two earned runs, a piece for Castano and Peterson. Uh, and that was Miggy Rojas. Homer, nice Whoops. in the third, but that was the Nick Fortes walk-off homer in the ninth. Adovino left the hanger. Yeah. Sometimes it gets re- – I mean, usually it's real sweepy. This one didn't sweep. 
And no, it's and funny yeah. if if I'm you hang it, you bang it. If I'm remembering correctly, Trev, wasn't it? It didn't even get back to the plate. It just I, I think it yeah. would have been an inside ball, but it just hung up there and Fortes turned on it and cranked one. Um that's that I mean, that's the one where you kind of it's like a, a slow pitch softball swing. You're sitting there, you open up a little bit, you're like, oh, that one's staying right there. And sometimes you take it, but no, Nick's like, nah. Yeah, I remember I like you and Blitzball. What was that? Uh, whoops. The uh wasn't there a, a big Yuli Gurriel World Series home run where it was the ball was a foot inside off the plate, and, but he just he got it. Th- those always blow my mind because like that's not even that's not even the intent. Like that's <laughs> if if that well, was with, just if that was just a ball, we'd be like, oh, Adovino doesn't get it in. Ball ball one. Instead, ding dong, game over. With a guy like Adovino, you understand how far his pitch does sweep. Okay, <clears throat> how far it does uh, run laterally? You have to zone it up. You have to tunnel it basically like at your hip or at your butt. Mm. So like you're you're staying in on that pitch. So that helped a little bit there, um, but you're right. It would have been a ball. And I man, I I mean for the Mets, you know we we love seeing at this point of the season the top team succeed. Love seeing the top players. I mean, th- this just looks like to me game one Lindor. Uh, Homer to start it off, and then the big double after the faux fo- double play, and then big big old Pete Alonso in, in the second game. Like uh, I know, I think they're they released the Shea Station today. They were talking about some of their preseason over unders and stuff. But man, uh, Alonso twenty two homers on the season now, leading in home runs and RBI still a one sixty one OPS plus. <sighs> got to get to a Doing Mets it, game. I'm getting to a Mets game soon. Yeah. I think it's pretty Mets easy just, to get Mets are doing it, Matt. I don't think we give enough credit to the Mets for doing what they've done, you know, with sustaining those injuries. I mean, they have, they have the best pitcher in baseball on their roster, and he hasn't pitched a single inning. Yeah. And they're still doing what they're doing. You know, this is – when you really take a step back, get some perspective – on the entire league, I mean, this is the team that's going to benefit most from somebody coming back. I think we we officially today marks that official point of the season where they are twenty games above five hundred. They're five games up on the NLEs. Scherzer's been out for a while, and Degrom hasn't thrown a pitch this year. And those are two guys. You know, if if we were doing more sports talk radio and we're talking, who are baseball's true aces? Like those guys would be on the list. Yeah. And, and well, Degrom is the best pitcher in baseball. Easily, it, easily. Like, it's one of those, it's not even a conversation. And, and what Scherzer did, especially the second half of last year and his entire career, if the Mets were 500 right now, I think we'd be saying, like, this is fine. Like, get your guys back and, and you might really go. Instead, they're one of the best teams in baseball. Best record in the National League? Yes, sir. Hey, and Pete Alonso. Yeah. I don't know if he's confirmed that he's doing this, but if he wants to, he can just stroll into LA, hit some BP homers, and take home a million bucks. Like, like if he wants to, it's his. I wouldn't bet against it. The home run derby king, back to back, right? I think he's just going for the rest of his days. I think so too. Like an extra million bucks to go take BP. He's like, sure. Like there's. 20 years from now, there's going to be, like, the next version of Pete Alonso that's, like, the next great home run derby king. And, like, in Gladiator, when they bring out the great retired fighter to fight Maximus, they're going to do that. 
and it's going to be Pete Alonso versus the future Pete Alonso. Um, hey, Miggy Rowe home run. Let's go, baby. Awesome. Let's go, baby. Awesome episode of the Chris Rose rotation with Miggy Rojas, if you haven't listened to that. Ooh, should. I didn't see this. They, Marlins DFA'd Astudio after that. Yeah, it's tough. Probably not because of that, but it didn't also help his case. <laughs> uh, Scherzer, we talked about him. He's making a rehab start uh, tomorrow. And then McNeil, uh, sits the, he sat the whole series, hasn't played in a week with a hamstring. Uh, so we'll see what's going on with that. Uh, DeGrom, 20 pitches in an inning of live BP. Okay. That's, that's, that's nice. Important to some. Important. Ah, to- I want to like know the stats from that. Where was, right. where was the velo at? Where, throwing, what was the spin at? Come we, on. Are we throwing 93 or are we throwing 99? Someone right? hack into that. We're, yeah. He's got to be at the, like the spring training facility. Someone hack into that track man for us. If if you want to sound off in the comments, if you've hacked <laughs> off, hacked off <laughs> into the track man. Um, we're approaching a year since we last saw DeGrom on the mound. So, wow. Get back soon, please. It's pretty nuts. It's pretty nuts. Saw a Jolly tweet. Jolly Olive. He brought it up, not me. I brought okay. it up just now. Should we get uh should we talk about your high testosterone giants? Yeah, Reds at Giants. Reds go in there, take two out of three. Uh, like I said, great fortitude in game one. Four to two. Ashcraft looking nasty out there. Uh eight innings pitched. My goodness, with only two earned runs. Um yeah, I mean, it wasn't really close, I guess. Uh Mustakis and Zenzel had the RBI doubles in the second. Uh, and then Yaz gets the Giants within two with an RBI single in the eighth. But that was it. Strickland, um, Case Crawford, like I said, and the game nasty slider. He likes kind of gross. Like some of these guys, like we're talking about David Robertson, but some of these guys, like they just go through spurts of having their stuff and they could make a difference on a team. I think that's why they get jobs year to year. It's crazy to me. Uh, but this uh, first game, the Reds players wore the fam shirts. Uh, yeah. For the first game back against Jock, there was that's the story that keeps on giving. Uh, I don't know if you saw the clip with Matzik and uh, Tomlin uh, talking to C Rose about that. The fantasy football baseball stuff is Chris Rose's version of porn at this point. Like it's his <laughs> favorite thing in the world. Uh, so I'm I'm almost I'm just like living vicariously through him because I don't. Not that I'm over it. But it's it's Chris Rose's worlds intersecting, and he couldn't yes. love it anymore. But they said Jock stayed in the clubhouse until game time when they faced Tommy Pham last year because he was expecting to get slapped. <laughs> he didn't even come out for BP because he, he didn't want that to happen. And then he thought enough time had passed. So he peeked, he peeked his head out and was like, I'll go out to BP. And Tommy did not let that happen. This is, it's, it's crazy, man. I hate to do shots fired at Jock. You got to know who you're dealing with there. I think if you go out the first time, Jock fam feels it out. When you ducked Tommy fam, now you're getting slapped. The, I think the fact that Jock skipped out on the first time, that, that locked it up. Um, oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, game two, Webb, outstanding. Uh, last four starts. Only three earned runs and 25 and two-thirds innings pitched. He's legit and a very nice guy. Mm. Uh, the Giants just scored all game. Longo, Estrada, Peterson, Flores all hit homers. And then game three uh, was all reds, and it was mainly in the third inning. They scored seven in the third, and I was telling you, Nick Sensel, he's having so much fun watching the Reds score, he forgot that he was on deck. 
mm. uh, after they batted around. He said he had nothing on, and be, and if it wasn't for the Giants' pitching change, like he would have just been like, oh, and had to go grab all of his stuff when they announced his name. And I think that's pretty funny because you don't expect to bat around. You kind of get caught up. You're right. cheering for your boys. Maybe you're getting some seeds. Uh, you're definitely like going to uh, sneak some water in there. And before you know it, you're up again. It's a good feeling as an offense. So they just went and did it. Uh, end up winning that game 10 to three. Disco Fani, uh, two and two thirds, and he gave up seven earned runs. Two tough starts in June. He missed all of May and early June. Um, so he's working his way back. Hopefully, things will get better from here. But the Reds take two of three from the Giants. Uh, Crawford placed on the 10 day IL, which sucks. Uh, Jonathan India sits game three, and Stevenson. Uh, could begin a rehab assignment within a week, so that's good news for the Reds. Giants are fifth in runs scored this year, uh, which, again, when you look at that offense, it, it always is a little surprising, but uh, they, they get a lot out of their guys on that. And the pitching ha- has been a tier below where they thought, and the Discalfani stuff coming off injury, that's got to be a little nervous. Logan Webb has found it, uh, which is huge for them. Rodon has been nails the whole year. Uh, we'll see, you know, will one of the Alexes step up? Would or Cobb? Uh, their bullpen was incredible last year. Their bullpen was first in ERA, first in whip for, for most of the season. Uh, this year, they're, you know, less than middle of the pack, 18th in ERA, 19th in whip, uh, 29th in K percentage, 27th in hits per nine. So, um, you know, my guy Doval is out there. I haven't gotten to see a ton of him this year. Um, Rogers hasn't been as good as he was last year. McGee, so uh, they they have an interesting little stretch coming up. They've got a weird two gamer with Detroit, uh, surrounded by off days. So this time of year, a couple off days that that might not be a bad thing for them. And then the White Sox, which we're gonna have to talk about them in a minute, and my snake. So uh, it, the Giants, one of the teams I, I'd circle right now. I still have no idea how this team season ends. If if they find the juice again, or if they kind of get separated from Dodgers Padres. Yeah. Chat's popping off saying, don't talk about the giants because we're hurt. We don't know what's going on. Every, a lot of teams hurt right now. A lot of teams hurt and kind of got to get through it. Um, I think they'll be okay. I've we've learned to not like discredit what the giants are doing over there. Um, they're able to find depth when other people aren't able to find depth. So we'll see. Yeah. And I, Hey, you know, you guys know your team better than us. The old talking baseball motto, William Luce in the chat, Tyro making a couple errors at short or second whenever where he's in. Darren Ruff in the outfield. We are hurting. Yeah, like Trev said, everyone is. Brandon Crawford, I guess that's when I'll circle that as well. I know Bryce Harper gets a lot of headlines, but what Brandon Crawford has done for that franchise at the shortstop position, that, uh, that could be one you feel. That could be one you feel. Uh, hey, and good for you, Reds. Good for you, Reds. After after that first month, they have not been as abysmal as they were. <laughs> okay, last series yeah. of the NL. Cubs at Cardinals. Cubbies take two of three. Um, game one was the Hendrick story, man. I read the stats uh, in the rundown, but in his career against the Cardinals, 13-3 and three in 25 stars. He got a 2.69 ERA. Marmol said, you know what? I'm ready for Hendricks to retire. He's sick of him. Hmm. And you would be too if the guy dealt like that against your team. I mean, he's tough to game plan against. Uh, they were talking after the game. Um, they noticed how aggressive the Cardinals are being to his heater. 
so second time around, more change-ups. Third time around, even th- started throwing the curveball a little more. But um, there was a picture up on an article I read about this game, his, his, uh, his zone, like of all his pitches, spray chart, pitch chart, whatever. The, what does pitchers call it? Spray yeah, chart? I don't know. Who cares? Pitch Starting chart? pitchers. Out of the middle of the zone, on the peripherals, you know I love that. You start to do that as a pitcher. I mean, that's what he does. I mean, he can command. He can present things as strikes, make them fall out of the zone and vice versa. Um, but he he did it. And uh, Palante, not so bad. Six innings pitch, three earned runs. So that's uh, – I like that for the Cardinals, man. I like what this guy's become. Uh, Nico Horner had the go-ahead two-run homer in the second. Uh, Cubs, 3 nothing game one. Five-three Cardinals game two. Uh, Michaelis looks really good. Six innings pitch, one earned run. And Ivan Herrera, he had the go-ahead sack fly in the eighth, Jake. Mm. First career RBI, still hasn't had a hit yet. Mm. So you get the RBI, go-ahead sack fly, no hit yet. Uh, Ortega had the game-time two-run home run in the top half uh, for the Cubs. 5-3 Cardinals in that one. And then 6-5 Cubs game three. Uh, Mills, not... A uh, hot start for him, two and two-thirds innings pitched, five earned runs, and in Flaherty, two shutout innings before exiting with the injury at Texas. I said, what's up, bro? You all right? He said it's preventative. Uh, just got a little stiff out there. So hopefully that uh, is all it is. Uh, and then Contreras go ahead single in the 10th after a game-tying two-run single in the fourth, putting the team on his back. Cubs take the series two out of three. A couple questions. First R- RBI, is that a baseball you keep? Sure. Okay. You've got that. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I have, okay. I don't know, man. I don't know where a lot of my you stuff do, is. You do the ball wave and you just, okay. Someone writes on it for you. They put it yeah. in a plastic bag and then you, you know, you probably send it to your parents or it's in the box of your house. You probably give it to Matt Stafford or something like that. Appreciate yeah, our friendship. Yeah. Um, Cubbies, man, this was a team. We, we drove the stake in super hard. I, I'm not saying the stake is out of them. Uh, Nico Horner. How about him? His his last original compound member, by the way, uh, the compound. He uh his his last hundred games of baseball. Now he's got a positive OPS plus. He's hitting around three hundred. I like the way he plays defense. I don't know if that's. I, I've only seen small samples of him, but Cubs, you you know, you might have found a twenty five year old shortstop fellow Stanford man like yourself, Trev. Mm. Uh, we like that. Um. And, yeah, I mean, the, the Flaherty stuff obviously sucks, but, you know, you love to hear preventative, and it, it, it is still June, and the Cardinals are a team that's hoping to have bigger plans as the year goes on. Uh, Cubbies, can they, can they be a team we talk about? No, you're 28 and 45. Um, that's tough, man. They're still behind the Pirates. Still behind the Pirates. Um, anything else? It's kind of it, baby. I think we're ready for the AL. Let's do some American League Baseball. You're double dipping, aren't you? You know I am. I kind of always am. It's kind of my life. We are starting off in BBD's New York City. The Yankees hosted the Astros. I, four games. It opens up the three-run homer game. We've got four Three run homers, two from each side, capitalized by Aaron Hicks tying the game in the ninth. Get off me. God damn. 
Uh, Yankees, Aaron Judge walks it off later that inning off the Pirate, Ryan Stanek. Uh, well, Presley before him, but Stanek's the last one out there. And here comes Houston, Justin Verlander. Seven innings pitch, one earned run. Color me shocked. Him and Sevy, they each only gave up one ding-dong, but Sevy's was three runs. Verlander's was solo. And then Houston no-hits the Yankees. Christian Javier, whoo, watch some of those highlights. He looked nasty. He outduels Cole, who gets clipped by J.J. Matichevich, our guy. Uh, Cole, knees bend, hates it. Yankees, they get no hit the next day for the next five innings. Is it panic time? The Yankees playing their first team, their uh, first competition of the season, and what do they do? They come back. Stanton hits the homer to stop their no-hit ways. DJ LeMahieu with the game-tying homer. And here's big Aaron Judge again, and we're walking off. We split four in the Bronx, and these two teams are on a collision course for October. Speaking of a team getting in the October mix, I love that dirty water. Boston, you're my home. The Sox sweep Chris Rose's Guardians. How about it? The Red Sox mash all series. Devers, Doogie, Jaron Duran is doing it. Full pension, Piv dropped it in the first game. Arroyo, first game back off the IL with the big two-run homer. Doogie has the big homer in the next game. These Sox, winners of seven straight games and seven straight series. Are we having fun this summer in the bean, baby? We'll talk about that. Speaking of a place we're not having fun, your Chicago White Sox. They lose three out of four to the Orioles. Oh, my God. Fire Tony? I don't know. The White Sox don't hit the first three games, basically. God, and these Orioles, their pesky Rushman hits his second home run in the first game. Orioles scoring a wild pitch and a balk in the second game. And then Austin Hayes, he opens it up in that game. And the third game, Dylan Cease has to shove on the final day for the White Sox to get out of there. And they almost did it. The Orioles scored two in the ninth, and they left runners on first and third in the final game. White Sox are doing their best to survive, and it ain't a pretty picture, Donkey. Whoa, little Shrek, our final. It's not our final series. We're going to talk about this one a lot, so I'll be quick. Mariners take two out of three from the Angels. The Angels salvage on the final day. You might have seen other stuff from this game, like a massive brawl. Uh, Earlier on, Trout did his thing, as he always does against Seattle, Uh, but it wasn't enough. The Mariners won the first two games. Trout was mad after the second game, and he got buzzed, and we saw all of that empty out on the final day. We'll dive into that after we cover the Oakland Athletics taking two out of three from the Royals, baby. Swerving Irvin versus Granky in game one, pumping into my veins. Granky drops it, six innings, one one earned, and we got another good Granky story this weekend. He's a, he's a ridiculous creature. The mother's favorite, Michael A. Taylor, with a big three-run homer. And then our guy, Cap. He goes 5.13. Nick Allen with the go-ahead two-run single in the final game. A's take two out of three, and that's what happened in your American League. I'll snap for myself. You think I won't? You're incredible. You're incredible. Swerve and Irvin 
Zach Greenkey, what a matchup. Oh, a lot of put those two in a room together, see what happens. I don't know. Uh, oh snap. That was lit. I think you get an old traditional hog off. The Yankees are eleven games up on the Boston Red Sox, who are second in the American League East. The Rays and the Jays are tied at forty and thirty-two for third and fourth place with the Baltimore Orioles. 34 and 40. I mentioned their record because they have the same record as the Seattle Mariners. We'll get out west. Uh, Ploofy, your twins are still leading the Central. They're up two games on the guard dogs. Uh, White Sox are five and a half games back, 34 and 37. Tigers and Royals still DED dead. The Houston Astros have a 10 and a half game lead on the Texas Rangers, who are 34 and 37. Same record as the White Sox. Halos are 35 and 40. Mariners 34 and 40. And the A's are bringing up the rear 21 games back. Uh, Trev, you need me to bring you somewhere? You want to cron pod this, this mm. trick? I'm looking at the standings right now. Yeah. Orioles, same record as Seattle. And like you just said, White Sox, Rangers, same record. What's the, what did uh, A Rod famously say one day on a broadcast? Baseball. Baseball. Yeah. Base, baseball. Let's go Crom Pod. I want to hear. I want to hear. I know you were at some of these games. Uh, Yankees, Astros. I talked uh, with C. Rosie about it today. I mean, this was. We need this in October. I yeah. mean, the storylines from this game, uh, whether it be, you know, the tw- how many innings was it? Was it 0 for tw- 0 for how many people? The the lot. Yankees no hit. I think it was sixteen yeah. innings. 16 innings. Yeah. Like 52 be- at bats or something like that? I believe I believe they were 0 for 52 or 53 for, <laughs> for a stretch. <laughs> the change of emotion uh, during that time, because we see Joe's, everyone's uh, favorite New Yorker, covering New York sports teams yes. for the New Yorkers. Yes. Whatever that is. Um, talking about will the Yankees ever get a hit again, and then boom, it's Stanton, it's LeMayhew, it's Judge. Uh, you have to feel pretty good. Uh, if you're an Astros fan, I know you wanted to take that game there, but your starting pitching did incredible. Um, you got the no hitter in Yankee Stadium, and you can hang your hat on that. But this is this is a matchup that's destined for the playoffs. And like, look out, man! I mean, as entertaining as it gets on a baseball field. Trev, you know I'm I I love sports. I love the concept of sports. I I love. I love what the Nationals did in 2019, a team that kind of didn't seem like it was their year, and it became their year. That's sports. That's what it's all about. These two teams are going to meet up in the playoffs. Uh, there's no way they don't. It's just a matter if it's a DS or a CS. And I'm normally not that guy, uh, but these two teams, the Astros are stacked. Uh, They're loaded. The The top... Yes. The top two-thirds of their lineup, Altuve, Brantley, Bregman, Alvarez, Tucker, Gurriel, Pena. Um, never mind if they get something, you know, they've been throwing Myers in the outfield. Uh, we'll see. Always an interesting team at the deadline, but that lineup is just, if you don't have your A stuff that day, you might not get through twice. Uh, and Jamison Tyone saw that in the first game. He didn't have his best stuff. Uh, he got worked for six runs. Um, they're starting pitching. Verlander, mm. Garcia, Javier, Urquidy, Framber, our guy. 
I and I think this is this is a little hot takey and Houston, you know, you guys always sound off in the comments. They are currently first in bullpen ERA. Um on the on the fear meter when I'm playing Houston, I know he's your guy. I don't want to be shots fired. Presley, he he's not one of the scariest scarier closers you're going to see. Well, in he's well, he's had tough go against the Yankees. Everybody else is terrified of that. And game. that's and that's what I'm saying. Like, and that's where Ryan Stanek, who's been incredible this year, the Yankees have have seen him now in Tampa and Houston, and they've had some successes off of him. Um, Naris, the Yankees have gotten to him uh, a couple times previously. So I guess it is from a Yankees standpoint, uh, if there's something that I look at this Houston team, and maybe this is the ultimate compliment to Houston. When I look at this Houston team, I see their weakness as their bullpen, and it's currently the best ERA in baseball. So that's how good this team is, man. And the Yankees, I don't think the Yankees gave Houston their best punch this weekend. They still found a way to survive uh, at home. You know, four-game set, the the bread of the series. Two walk-offs, those were the two. The only time the Yankees had the lead in this series were after the two walk-offs. Houston kind of dominated them. Um, but And I, I do think the Yankees, Javier looked incredible. Um, you know, I, that's a special day, man, when you go 13 Ks against a lineup that had been arguably the best in baseball. He was dialed. There's not much you can do there. The next day against Urquidy is definitely you're feeling it in your legs a little bit. We don't have that hit. How long is this going to go? And once it cracked, it was like, okay, so now are they really going to do this? And they did. And they did, man. So, uh, Jimmy and I, I think we talked about it with you last series. We kind of love the beauty of a four-gamer when when you walk away 2-2, and especially these teams, man, because it, it just seems like they're on a collision course for part three, part four, or whatever it's going to be, and uh, I, I don't know how it ends. Uh, interested to see, man, both of these teams around the deadline. What do you do because you've got great teams? So how, what kind of moves do you really make? Uh if these two teams link up in October, it's it's going to be I think some of the best baseball we've we've watched in a little bit. You can only hope for it, man. Cuz there's They're just storylines and it's it is it's the two best teams in baseball right now. There's like there's some genuine venom there which we don't always get in sports these days cuz you know a lot of some people complain about the NBA cuz you know all these guys grow up playing AAU and stuff together that you know after a series they're you know, they're buddies. Remember the original banana boat picture? And everyone was like, what? Like, you know, these guys have some actual bad blood that if, if we can get seven in October, my goodness. Uh, Judge is incredible. I, I, I can't hammer that home enough. It, he's incredible. He's, he's your current AL MVP. Uh, although, Trouty's starting to go nut job again. Um Brantley left uh, a little shoulder discomfort. Glaber had an ankle thing that happened in a huge play of the game. Was that? Did he really have an ankle thing, or was it an embarrassment? I, I you know. I think he fell. I think he. It's one of those things. You're laying on the ground, and you know it's over. <laughs> you might as well. You might as well sure you get credit for check it. your ankle, then try to scramble back to the bag and still be out. Um, we watched it, and I'll, I believe it. 
I don't rolled know, it man. pretty good. He rolled. He rolled his ankle. He like, rolled I'll, it. I'll was maybe scared it, a little bit. If it was playoffs, I think he'd be starting today. That's what I'll say. You know, we might have got more dramatic a, uh, response as well. He might have been crying out there just to really yeah. sell it, and then came back. Boom! That's a storyline, people. I wanted to say this about this series. It was an excellent series. I mean, it really did have it all. Uh, for people that say, "Oh, we don't want to see baseball in its current form with three run homers," just waiting for the homer. Yeah, basically, this was incredible, dude. Like, I think that's not necessarily the only way these teams can score, but when you go through their lineups, I mean, seven guys in both the starting lineups can just hit you homers at any given point. And that makes for some crazy baseball, makes for some crazy comebacks. You know, it doesn't matter if you're down three, four runs. You're facing the Yankees. You're facing Jordan in the middle of that lineup. I mean, there's you're not out of a game. Mike King at the end of this game in extra innings, bases loaded. Oh he, yeah, he, he gets nasty on him. Uh, what he's been doing this year is is crazy, and yeah, Hicks's resurgence. It's changed a lot of things about the Yankees. What are they going to do at the deadline? Is is Gallo on his last legs with the Yankees? Um, we we had a, a pretty pretty flames emoji episode of talking Yanks last night. If you're looking for more baseball today. Uh, or just watch baseball today. Double ad right there. That's how you do it, people. Mm. Trev, uh, some people that may not check in on Talking Yanks would be our friends up in Boston. Mm-mm. Seven straight games. Yes. Seven straight series. The Guardians, who briefly climbed atop the AL Central. And the Red Sox do it, man, and they get... Uh, semi-late game heroics, Arroyo, uh, with the go-ahead two-run homer, Verdugo in the sixth inning with that, uh, they get a nice start from Dick Mountain in this one, they're getting more than enough from their pitching, actually, nice stuff from the Red Sox pitching, for me, Trev, I, I said this last episode, maybe I'll stop saying it, team identity, I think these guys are bas- back to mashing, uh, first in batting average, Third and on base. Um, Verdugo, you might hear more about him later. A little teaser. He's really gotten it going for them. Uh, The Sox have the third best record in the American League. This was a team we were like, are they going to end up selling? And here they are, man. Uh, Seven in a row. uh, 19 and four this month. Now, they've only picked up a half of a game on the Yankees, but I don't think that – obviously, they'd want to pick up more, but I don't think they care too much about that because, like you said, they got the first wild card going on right now. Uh, not too long ago, we were talking about are they going to be sellers. I think they were sitting five, six games under 500. I don't know what their low was, but I see I, de- I definitely saw that. Um, we said they'd go how the starting pitching has gone. Uh, starting pitching has been good. Pavetta has been lights out. I watched a little bit of that Rich Hill start. He's just grunting, mm. throwing heaters by people, then flipping up that curveball. Some of them coming uh, back towards the back foot. Some of them that he was throwing against the Guardians uh, on this day were going like reverse, mm. like spinning so much. They like started going into the left-handed batter's box, mm. which I don't know if he manipulates that pitch to do that, but you can't hit that as a righty you're expecting the ball to come towards you and it's like almost seemingly going either straight down or the other way. Uh, so they're getting some, they're getting some good pitching efforts. They get the sweep and they're sitting pretty now. And now we're looking, what are they going to add? I'm not talking about them being buyers anymore. What are they going to add? You know, story 
Um, I said this with Ceros today. Overall numbers, when you look at them, they're they're okay. Got the OPS over seven now, but he's banging with runners in scoring position. The guy's got 50 RBIs already. Mm. So, like, you're happy with the production of value, and then you understand it's going to come. More hits are going to fall for him, too. Uh, so, yeah, this team can bang. And, I mean, I wouldn't want to face him in the playoffs. Trev, I had the same conversation this morning where, as a deadline team, they have now entered kind of a whoa part of my brain where I think the third best team in the American League is up for grabs. Uh and the Red Sox, they're currently in it, and they can make some moves, man. Like, they're, you know, Bobby Dahlbeck, Franchi Cordero are, are getting some run for them. Uh, Casas is a big prospect for them. I, I know he, he recently got hurt, but is he a potential trade guy or a call guy? I don't know. The, the Red Sox can go a lot of different ways with this. Um, that, that almost makes it a little more scary. They're not a complete team. Totally recovered from their bad start. They're playing a better brand of baseball, and they could still sprinkle a little bit. I, I know, you know, their first base position, Josh Bell, BBD mentioned that earlier. Mm. Is is that something that fits? And if they had another bat to this lineup, like this team has an identity. We we can out hit you, and they've been out pitching a lot of people this year. So awesome. Oh. One of their first base options, not an option anymore, Carlos Santana to the Mariners. Wow. How about it? Jerry DePoto. DePoto season. Does that guy love the trade or does that guy love the trade? That guy loves to trade, and I love it. Why not? (laughs) The Royals, they start their... uh, their, June 27th, I like it. Okay. Uh, Guardians... Tough. Uh, Are I, they expecting to be without players for a long time because of the brawl? Yeah. Like, better get somebody in maybe, here. Maybe that'll help. Just, right? That's could be. Just a brawl rental. Just a, a brawl, brawl rental. Just a brawl rental uh, for All right. Carlos Santana. You know what? Go off, Carlos Santana. I enjoy watching you hit. I like him, too. I like him, too. Uh, Guardians, sorry. You get swept. Jimenez had a good series. He's had a really good year now. You might hear about that all-JM team in a week or two. Um, I don't know. Try try to shrug and move on and say the Red Sox are a hot team, but uh, AL Central. Well, C Rose, our, our resident Guardians expert, saying they got a ton of guys in the forty man, kind of a logjam. Like they're in a position to go move some of those guys. So for what? You know, that's kind of what happens when you get a lot of your forty man guys kind of at the top of your uh, organization. Like you have to make decisions. There's timing. Like how many years? How many options does this guy have? Like. How much control do we have left? And you know, they go out and make some moves. Okay. I, I'm so excited for this trade deadline because I feel like there's a lot of teams ready to go and not a lot of inventory out there. Like we've had some major injuries to some major players and there's 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 just not a lot out there. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Prove me wrong, Guardians front office. Go Red Sox, man. I like that. I like the whole storyline, like shark in the water, man, just following closely behind all year. Nobody's talking about the Red Sox. They got off to a bad start. And then the Yankees are so fucking good. Nobody talks about the Red Sox. Boom. They come in fighting the whole year, punch you in the mouth in the wild card and then go on a run. It's a good storyline. It plays. We've seen it before. They've been really good since Alex Cora shaved his beard. Um, Yeah, man. And that's a, 
Red Sox fans, you may hate this, but Red Sox fan, this is what they this is what they stewing. Like a a dominant Yankees team, like you said, the Red Sox were kind of written off a little bit, and now we're here, and they still have a lot of games with the Yankees. I mean, a lot of stuff would have to change. Like you said, the Red Sox are in a in eighteen and four June, and they've gained one game, half so, half a game. So. A lot would have to happen to make that a full-blown storyline. But, um, hey, Red Sox, the number one wildcard team in the AL right now. Trevor, team that is currently not in the playoffs, the Chicago White Sox. Oh. Three out of four to the Orioles. Orioles are hot. And the Orioles almost took the last one too late, man. I I don't know. I, I don't know. I there's so much talent on this team that as as a baseball guy, you you keep just falling back on the like, it'll happen. You know, this is how baseball goes sometimes. Look at the Braves last year. I don't know, man. I'm starting to talk myself out of it, dude. Because this feels like every episode. It does. We've been waiting for the push. I mean, yeah, they've had injuries, but I, I just said this. Um, who would I just say this to? Giants fans. Yeah. Everybody's hurt. I don't know why everyone's hurt. It seems like more guys are hurt now than ever. That's I don't like that at all. But yeah, they're they're they just haven't turned it on yet. You know, if their offense gets going, their starting pitching is off. If their starting pitching is on, their offense isn't going. They just haven't lined up at all. Sometimes you see that for teams like throughout a year. And that's what they have to hope for. You know, we get everything, get guys healthy, and we get our um, both sides of the ball lined up at any given time. There's like crazy reports coming out, like this is almost like the new Mets team, if you will mm. report out about how they don't want, like there's like four guys who they just really want to take it easy out of the box. Cause they've had so many soft tissue injuries. That seems like a, you probably just don't want to say that in the media. Like just, if you really wanted to do that, just have the guys do it. Cause now you get guys like me being like, why what's going on there? Like the training staff needs to figure some stuff out. Like, that doesn't seem like a way to to claw back. Like maybe if you're up like the Yankees and you got an 11 game lead, you can start to talk like that. But like you, you kind of need some hustle out of these guys. I understand you want to keep them on the field, but like I don't know, man. That's a that's a big difference as an infielder. You know, guys aren't going to bust out the box. Like you're not the pressure's not on you. Like I think it affects the game a lot. Just teams knowing that. Yeah. Right. Like you're. We were tough on our Yankees the past couple years. Uh, and some of that was why. Like, they they put an emphasis on we're big boppers. That's how we win. Like, it, at certain points, there was only one or two guys on the Yankees that, like, almost had permission to bust it out of the box, which you're playing baseball at a disadvantage. Speed is a part of the game. That's why you're seeing it come back a lot more. Uh, White Sox fans, sound off in the comments if there's something else we're missing. Something that does need to be said, the Baltimore Orioles, I know we don't spend a lot of time on the birds because uh, they are in a brutal division for them to be in. Their bullpen, uh, they had a great series, and they're having a solid year. They are fourth in reliever ERA. The Baltimore, you got some guys out there, yeah. The Baltimore Orioles, let's, let's give them some love. Jorge Lopez, Felix Bautista, Dylan Tate, our guy Seattle Perez. Uh, Kreibel has been thrown a little bit. Uh, that 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 is what's different from this Orioles team to previous Orioles team. Even if the Orioles kind of jumped you, 
and they were up 5-1 to one in the third inning, you kind of still thought you were going to win that game. You were like, these Orioles are going to still have to string together seven more innings. We can do this. They've got some guys in the bullpen. Again, their top six in their lineup will impress you. Mullins, Mancini, Santander. Hayes, Mountcastle, Rushman. Like, I, I was really tough on the Orioles to start the season. They've, uh, they've definitely proved me wrong, and I'm in a genuine way, like, excited for them. They still got, they still got three guys in AAA that should be up in the next year or so. Like, they, we might be starting to see the beginning of it in Baltimore. Quick fix for the White Sox, get Giolito and Lynn going. Uh, that could help you a lot. And I know Lynn's only had three starts on the year that haven't been too good. Um, if he finds his form, obviously that helps. Giolito also, you know, he's had a couple of really tough games. He's had, I think, a seven uh, ER, uh, earned run and an eight earned run game. So that inflates the numbers a little bit, but I'll bet you he'd tell you he could pitch better. Uh, so that's one thing they could do, get the guys healthy. I mean, I'm still holding on uh, belief with uh, the White Sox here. I'm still holding out. I want, to see, I want to see a team get back to full strength, see if they can hit that stride like I'm talking about where they're both matching up. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the extra playoff spot keeps them in it. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. They, uh, but, like, same record as, as the Orioles. Oh, no, the Rangers, excuse me. The Rangers. If they, can, if they can right the ship and get in the playoffs, that makes the playoff bracket look pretty interesting. But right now they're just is not it fair there. To, is it fair to say that about them and not these other teams? Like, is it fair to say, oh, yeah, the White Sox, they have a better chance of coming out of it than these other teams? I don't know if it is at this point. I mean, it, it comes back to the talent that we think these guys have, especially in the rotation, man. I, I Like, that. that's my caveat right now with the White Sox because their, their lineup – doesn't look that crazy compared to a lot of other lineups right now. Their starting rotation can still take them to a different level than a lot of other teams. If if they can start passing the baton and they have a two-week stretch where those guys are giving you seven innings, six innings, eight innings, like that's where they can be different and they can kind of flip the script on all of this. You need to see it to believe it at this point. And Trev, I know we're... People might be surprised, but like firing Tony, I don't know. It seems oh, yeah. seems like a button that would be pretty easy to press if you wanted to. But they could definitely. Pre- I mean, there's been the fire Tony chance at the yard. I don't know how much uh, weight that carries. I don't. I mean, I think if you're a White Sox fan, you have to be happy with you know Cease and Copic. I mean. Those they've been your stoppers, really. When Giolito and Lynn are gonna gonna be your stoppers, and Cease and Kopech, we're like, okay, like, what are we gonna get out of these guys going into the season? They've been they've been incredible. Uh, so I'm banking on that starting pitching to come around. I'm banking on that offense to do it. I'm banking on them to be able to run at full strength at some point this year. I hope. Uh, I don't know, man. They're tough to talk about because I did. I mean, I you go over our TPP. We gushed about this team. Yeah. They seem like they gushed about this team. They seem like they had the easiest pass to a hundred wins. Just has not happened at all. I mean, at all, at all, at all. Um, Talk about another interesting deadline team. Boogity boogity. Uh, Dylan sees you mentioned him at the end. He had, he had a incredible start on the last day to get them help, get them the win. Trev. Here's a baby. Here's a big one. Mariners angels. (laughs) Uh, Angels are now 35 and 40. The Mariners are 34 and 40. 
Uh, it's the reason our, our guy guy is not here right now. A real baseball brawl. Um, a lot a of pushing one. and shoving. There's pizza involved. There's a little girl involved. There's Phil Nevin. There's a J.P. Crawford, the Adam Frazier trade, Shohei, Trout. Rysel Iglesias is tossing sunflower seeds onto the field. We've got bubblegum. Trev, I will kick it to you, man. Um, uh, the, the only thing that I, I will tee up more than this is that this is the... This is the seventh time these teams, or the eighth time these teams have played in about a week and a half. Yes. You know, Phil Nevin brought that up, uh, although Phil might have a little blame in this whole thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, There's so many layers to it. That's why it's taken James yeah. so long to do this thing. Yes, you can talk about I think that really needs to be mentioned is how often they've played in the last 11 days. Was it eight games in 11 days or something, something like that, like right? That, yeah. I don't care who you are. Like you're going to get sick of seeing the other team on the other side. You know, especially there is a little bit of the uh, hit by pitch history with uh, Lorenzen going and hitting Upton. Um, he said it was a slick balls, which I agree with him. Like some of these balls are just, they are slick. You're seeing it, man. I think that's what happened with Snell too. A uh, little bit of history there, you know, trout gets thrown up and in, which is kind of where you have to pitch him. And he's that's, you got to know that if you're trout, but he didn't like where it was at. He told the pitcher, if you can't throw up and in and control it, don't be throwing up and in. Um, and then are we even going to talk about the games? Or you just want to go straight into the brawl. I mean, it, it's brawl right now. Cause I, I think, you know, it, it ties into the series a little bit and more so where these teams are just standing right now. Um, well, start with the fact that the angels announced an opener right before game time, basically. The guy showed up to the field and found out that he was going to be the opener. Okay, you got a perfectly healthy starter there ready to go. You have an opener. Now, maybe there's a reason. I haven't heard a reason, uh, but maybe there is one. But that gets it started off. Uh, Julio Rodriguez gets one thrown behind him. Okay? Then, I've said this before. If you wanted to take your shot, you took your shot. Right. I think Winker felt the same way. He gets one in the hip. And there was the words exchanged between him and Nevin. I don't know what was said. Maybe old James is going to figure that out. Uh, I know they had a, a, a talking to when the scrum was happening. He was uh, in his face. But at the beginning, you know, Winker was walking. Then he heard something, started walking towards the dugout. Then it just went nuts. I mean, Anthony Rendon comes out with the cast. By the way, massive fine for you, buddy. Can't go on the field when you're on the I.L., uh, can't be smacking people in the face. Yeah, they hate. It that. just went. It was a melee. It was a real. You know, this was a word I learned in high school. It's a Donnybrook, a knockdown, dragout brawl. You don't see too many of these. JP Crawford, our guy, swinging over the top. I texted Tyler Wade. I said, "Bro, what the fuck happened?" And he said, "You know, it was just baseball. You know how it goes. Like there was some animosity." Da da da. He's like, yeah, me and Duffy had to hold JP back. Then there was this great video. It was on our socials. They really showed like Wade back there. Then Wade got back into the scrum. Drew Butera was in the fight mm. as well. So a lot of people were in there. I don't know, man. A lot of suspensions are coming from this. A lot of suspensions are coming from this. Surveys was on the freaking mount or on the ground at some point. Like it was a lot. Yeah, Phil Nevin 
uh, former Yankees third base coach, uh, you know, has the manager's job now that uh, Joe Madden got relieved of his duties. Phil Nevin is, uh, you know, sometimes we talk about, you know, testosterone and being a man. Like, that's that's Phil Nevin, and I, I think that tied into old-school baseball mentality to kids showing up at the ballpark. You're getting the pill, and the mood is tense. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. As, as someone who I just sat up here and said, Snell throwing it, or Snell hits Harper and he apologizes, that that is a part of the game we we truly need to get rid of. Like, we're, you know, we're advanced as a society from that. And we wear, we wear helmets. Like, we, uh, we're trying to be better than that. That it's a tough look. And, man, like you said, it's a full-blown melee brawl that you don't see a lot of those on the MLB field. You know, different, when the different fires start popping up in different parts of the fight, that's always chaotic and you know uh, on the baseball side as we circle back to that because you know everything else our guy Jimmy will have in the breakdown coming up soon both of these teams are also looking for a rallying cry let's be honest uh you know we we talk about it whether it's you know firing managers or getting into a brawl teams are looking for something to point to and rally around and both of these teams uh, the Angels win the final game to jump them in the standings, uh, 35 and 40, while the Mariners are 34 and 40. We've got about 20 games or so till the All Star break. Uh, both of these teams, the Angels felt a taste of success this season and then fell off hard. The Mariners have been waiting for a go switch all year. They did win five in a row before losing Sunday's game. Both teams are pointing at this as their rallying cry. And uh, if I. Again, it's a weird way to place a bet because they wouldn't let me place this bet, DraftKings. Um, Like, I do think one of these teams is going to go, and I don't know which one. I don't know if it's the Mariners who, if they start their winning ways, can kind of be like, finally, we've been waiting for this, the brawl, Carlos Santana's here now, let's go. Or if the Angels, who, like I said, they already tasted a little bit of winning earlier this year, if they get back to it and they're like, we've got two MVPs, this team is together, let's go. I don't know. I think one of them does. I think one of them, the wheels come off even harder, which, uh, <laughs> looking at you, Halos. So, I mean, yeah, you get the rallying cry, you lose Ty France, which is a massive yeah. blow to the Mariners, probably what got Carlos Santana on the radar there. Um that's tough because you, I mean, the season he was having, you're saying you need to pick it up and you got to go. And this is going to be that spark. Now you got to do it without your best hitter on the year. Um, so hopefully he's on the 10 is a grade two flexor strain in the left forearm. So mm. wishing him speedy recovery. I don't know, man. Someone in the chat brought this up. And I want to go back to the brawl a little bit because it's so fascinating to me. Do you think if Trout didn't say that to the media that Nevin would have? done that start the opener and basically call for someone to get hit because if you're nevin i mean in in your best player best player on the planet mike trout is saying this stuff i do feel like you have to protect him first time manager uh trying to get something under your team i i mean it's not out of like it's not out of the realm at all right um 
I, I, I mean, I would never, I wouldn't put this on trout. <laughs> um, I think there's, there's a, there's a lot. I thought you did. I thought that's what you <laughs> yeah, said. Yeah, that's actually the quote, if people could run with that. Um, excited to see the breakdown. Jama, Jama's putting a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into it. Uh, I know there was a lot of baseball played in this series, too, but, dude, I, I you know, we, we've got our, the girl in the stands, our, yeah. our, our Reds fan. What's, what's her name? I'm, I just saw it. Um, what's this, Anne? Is it Annie? Abigail. 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 Uh, she was the girl that was excited to see Joey. Big, huge Reds fan. She was excited to see Joey Votto play. He gets tossed in the first. She comes to see one of her favorites, Jesse Winker, and Eugenio Suarez, former Reds, in this game. And they get tossed. Um, awesome article from The Athletic that shows... Steven Nesbitt, shout out. I mean... Friend of the pub. Some of the... The highs and lows of society that went into a pizza being delivered to Jesse Winker at the game after he got ejected. Um, you know, the the mother of Abigail ex- talking about how her daughter was sad, but explaining how, like, emotional life can be. It's like, whoa, <laughs> there's a lot going on here. Um, to the, the delivery driver that delivered the pizza to the it's game. The best part of the whole story. Now he's getting Venmos uh, from people for, like, him just being a good dude. I mean, the depths and layers from every angles of this before even getting to the baseball is unreal, man. This or the fantasy football story, I don't know which one's better. Like, they're both going to continue to give. Like, we're, we're just scratching the surface of this brawl and everything that's going on. Who knows how much money the guy has been tipped so far. I think it's – I mean, they put the Venmo out on Twitter, and people were – he said he had over 300 people donating already to him. Yeah. And that was like that's gone up. That was like before. That was like when the athletic wrote the article. So I assume yeah. that, that got out. You know, I was I was on the pooper thinking about donating. Um, you haven't yet. I did. I, oh, whoops. Um, let's see. How much did you make playing baseball again? <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, by the way, yeah. look, we want to sit and talk about this all day long, but James is gonna have it on the breakdown. Let's let's yeah. let's move on to some baseball. We still have a lot to cover, bro. Yeah, We're we we do. Uh, uh, right we'll, now. we'll do this quick because the Royals just fully admitted they're selling. A's took two <laughs> out of three. Um, like you said, Grinky Irvin. I mean, personalities and sex wise is electric. Um, Michael <laughs> A. Taylor, potential trade guy. Uh, he hits a three run homer. I think Shout out Edward Olivares, two uh, first career home runs. Not his uh, first, first career. to take the one zero lead. Not his first career. There was his first of the season. That was a that was an error. Oh yeah. no! Yeah. You put it on the sheet. I read it like like I didn't uh, put that Anchorman. On the, I know. I know. I uh, would talk to our Holy people shit. about that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I know <laughs> James Caprillian's a huge person, and we like him. That's that's nice. Uh, these teams, hey, guys, we're running today. Huge topics in baseball. Know that we love your franchises, and we'll be talking about them a lot at the trade deadline. That's the good news. Swerving Irvin. Let's do the interleague. You got you got five series in the interleague, baby. We're going Let's tight. Go. We're going tight. Tight. Speaking of tight, Trev's Milwaukee Brewers, they take two out of three from the Blue Jays. Started calling the Blue Jays out, tried to let everyone know 
Brewers take the final two games after dropping the first one on a Manoa day, uh, but they ran into that Corbin Burns guy game too. The Blue Jays starters got lit up. Barrios. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Kikuchi, only two innings, only two earned from some errors. But damn, dude, they, they put up some big numbers early on in this series as the Brewers take two out of three from the Blue Jays. Twins take two out of three from the Rocks. Uh, Kelsey Wingert's Rockies. Marquez with a big start, 7.2 shutty. Happy for you, kid. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the second two games, the Twins bounce back. Buck Daddy with the triple. Your guy, Archer Trev. Let's go. Uh, and then the Twins take the final game. The biggest news out of this series, the Twins pitching coach leaves for LSU. We'll talk about that a little bit. My goodness. A lot of non-baseball stories. Crazy weekend for baseball. That's why we're talking about it. The Rays sweep the Pirates. And that's obvious, kind of. The Pirates have been better than we normally think of them in our head. Uh, Isak Paredes is going nut job. Uh, he keeps it rolling from the Yankee series. It was Ramirez. That's a deep, dark night reference. Uh, he walked off the first game. Paredes walked off the second game. And then the, Ra- the Rays, Ronzi Contreras versus McClanahan. That's a sneaky, fun one in the final day. Rays win that. Nats, Rangers. Nats take two out of three from the Texas Rangers. Dane Dunning in the first game. No idea how he was throwing. Uh, Josh Bell with the big go-ahead RBI. Will he be traded? Uh, Garcia, big home run in the second game. Nats were up 6-0 through the first seven. Rangers scared them in the final game, but Nats take two out of three. And then the Tigers, they take two out of three from my Snakes. Um, I mean, just bullshit umpiring. Snakes should have swept them. Uh, Go Tigers, uh, I guess. Cody Clemens, first career home run. Riley Green's playing. Javi Baez with a a grand slam. Is he back? Keuchel debut. And Nats... What happened in interleague baseball this freaking? Um, I need to tell you something. Tell me something. This might be the worst timing in history to do this, but oh my beautiful daughter Isla is back here with me today, and she is yelling at me to take her to get some food, and she will not stop. Go get a little food. I can bring give us me, through. Give this. me ninety seconds. Yeah. Go get a little food. Uh, everyone. You want to say hi. <laughs> Isla's got to say, okay, Isla hates saying hi to me unless I'm with Noodle. Only Noodle. BRB. Big Noodle fan. Chat, chat, help us out. Help us out, chat. I will kind of burn through this. Uh, Guys, we are, holy smokes, we're like a a buck 25, so this might be a a tight IL. Sorry if you're an IL team. I'll check some boxes quick. Tigers, D-backs. You guys know I love the D-backs. I love them. Uh... This is a little bit of a gross series. We, uh, these are two trade deadline teams and not uh, two teams I think we're going to be talking about competing <laughs> for really anything. Good to see Baez. He's, he's starting to get some hits going after his just atrocious, atrocious start to the season. Like I said, we love anyone's first home run, especially when it's Roger Clemens' kid, Cody. Uh, Riley Green. Making a nice catch out there. So, Tiger fans, you, you got a little something to chew on. Uh, D-backs in that final game. Uh, they have a big five-run sixth inning to come back. Keichel made his debut, 4.1 for Ernie. Uh, him linked up with his old pitching coach from Houston. So, that's a fun story. I don't think we can really dive, dive there. 
Nationals, Rangers, Rangers, we love you. We were just happy you took those two games against the Phillies. Rangers, if you want to talk about, you want us to talk about you more, we can't be losing two out of three to the Nationals. And I'll give us a reason to be mad at the Rangers. Our guy Taylor Hearn, four shutty, and then he gets sent down after the game. What are you doing, Rangers? That's my friend. And he's good. What are you doing, Rangers? If you're if you are a Rangers fan looking for the silver lining, they were down six nothing through the seventh in the last game, and they did come back to put a scare in them. So a little heart in the lineup. Get out of here! They're taking the lo- the heart out of the pitching staff. Be nice Rude. to my friend. A nice start by Dane Dunning, another good friend. Uh, John Gray, seven innings to Ernie's. Yeah, uh, Rangers. I I want to talk about you guys more. Uh, but if you're losing series to the Nats, I can't because they uh, it's almost trade o'clock down there as well. Rays swept the Pirates. Told you about this a little bit. Uh, they take the first one in extras, Harold Ramirez, with the walk-off. Uh, Rays, they kind of needed a, a sweep. They'd been middling for a little bit. The Sox caught up to them. Um Good for them. They take care of their business. And Isak Paredes, I think you're going to hear more about him later. He is a guy uh, that it might have just clicked because he's going insane, insane. Uh, maybe an Enfuego type day for Isak Paredes. Uh, and if you're looking for a good highlight to watch, the Randy Rosarena swim move slide. I was just going to ask if you saw that. That's about as good as a swim move as you'll see on a baseball yeah. field. <laughs> Dead in the water. Swam around. Yeah, it was, it it was a beauty. Our guy Bly Madras, love that name. He's doing some things with O'Neill Cruz. So you're still a fun watch. Pittsburgh was Ra- doing some digging on. Uh, Rays fans are a little little tepid about Randy. He 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 goes. He likes to run, which isn't right. a bad quality. But he could pick his spots a little better if we were if we had a show called Talk and Rays. Right, the sharp set segment. I think we would have one. We're thinking about it. Might host. Uh, Rockies, Twins. Uh, the Rockies take game one in a pitcher's duel. The only run scored was Charlie Blackman beating out a double play in the sixth off my guy Dylan Bundy. Whoops. Uh, Marquez, 7.2 shut. Uh, huge, good, really good start for him. BBD said this before. We feel a name we haven't said a lot this year. Feel like he normally pops up in some of the standouts and things like that. Good for him. Good for Chris Archer. One hit, what was it, five shutout innings, his longest scoreless start of the season. He's got some interesting game log stuff to look at. uh, I don't believe he's broken 78 pitches in an outing. Um, He's saying all the right things about it. I wonder, I wish Trev was here if he's he's probably monitored the Archer situation as a friend of Archer and a twin. Um, Yeah, but he's been, like, pretty effective this year. The numbers look good. Happy for us, but that's fully looking like thoracic outlet syndrome guy. I'm sure some some of that ties in. They're managing him and it's working. Uh, I'll wait for Trev to talk about Wes Johnson, the pitching coach, leaving because that's obviously a, a bit of a wild topic. Uh, and then the the big one, two of the big boys linking up in interleague, Blue Jays Brewers. Uh, I sent you guys off with some Blue Jays talk. Uh, John and Trev were nervous about it. They've got a little tough stretch going, and they haven't clicked and they're getting some efforts Alejandro Kirk my 
goodness. The the man is off the reservation. Don't look at his height. Look at his heart or just look at his baseball stats. He has been out of control. Uh, four hits and a two-run homer in the first game. That was on Manoa Day, 6.22 Ernie's. Uh, Trev's guy, Matt Chapman, with a three-run double. And that becomes the only game they win. Uh, Brewers put up a five-spot uh, in the first three innings of game two, and they score eight in the first two innings of the final game, including our guy, Rowdy, Rowdy Telez, with a homer in the fir- each of the first two innings. Whoops. Um, the, the big boy, he's currently got the best OPS on the Brewers. We love Rowdy Telez. Brewers might be getting some help back soon. Woody and Wong, Woodruff and Wong coming back soon. Uh, although Renfro looks like he's going to the IL. Um, Trevor, we got you back. We got Isla Fed. You're m- muted, I think. I'm back. Okay, let's go. When she says that she needs to eat, I feed her because she's a picky eater. Sure. I know she's really hungry right now. So I appreciate the patience with me there. Where are we at right now? Uh, I just kind of did a whole beautiful speed through the IL. I, I guess the two things that need to be discussed, if you have any thoughts on Brewers-Blue Jays, because that's kind of the premier matchup, or if you're ready to talk about Wes Johnson. You know, uh, Brewers-Blue Jays love that series. Very aesthetically mm. pleasing for me. I think, you know, you look, Brewers getting the offense in random places. Rowdy Telez doing it. We knew he'd show up, but to be the leading offensive guy on that team is good for him. Uh, Barrios continues to have just tough starts, man. And I'm the biggest Barrios fan there is. You guys know that. I do. That's true. Uh, but we got to figure some stuff out with him. I don't know exactly what it is, um, but it's just it just hasn't come um, how they thought it would. I mean, given the deal, this is this is not the Barrios that I know. How about that? But good on the Brewers, man. Um, Renfro's out. They got to make the move that I've been promised. I just, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting on it. And Wes Johnson, we could talk about that all day. Yeah, man. I. It's, it's maybe the most fascinating thing to happen in baseball, like in a long time. Trev, I, you know, we we still got the individual part of the show coming up. Uh, I will. No, I'll I'll give you my. Sh- Short spiel on it, and then uh, I'll let you go. Obviously, it's all—it's jarring. It's jarring. It's pro sports. It's supposed to be the mecca. It's supposed to be the pinnacle, and that's where it kind of jars you. When you put everything in the pot, it ends up making sense. Wes Johnson's getting paid a lot more money to go to LSU, where his ask is going to be a lot different. He's going to get, you know, it's LSU. They're a baseball powerhouse. He's going to get some of the best top prospect young arms, and he's going to be able to mold them and work with them. Probably a little better uh, work-life balance, a little bit, uh, less travel uh, and things like that. You know, recruiting and stuff, uh, it, there's a discussion there. But, man, this, uh, this doesn't feel right, dude. He's leaving a first-place baseball team to go join a college program during the season. You know what it tells me is the coaches need to be paid more, and this is gonna this is gonna uh, have a snowball effect on all of that. Think about your pitching coach. How much how much is that guy worth? How much are you paying him? Because now he's seeing what he's worth. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you see it a little bit like with head coaches in football. Like the head coaches 
um, for college teams, I think make more than the pro coaches, if I'm not mistaken. And that's because these college teams have massive boosters and they're able to do that. You don't really think about that baseball wise, but a program like LSU, some of these other SEC type schools, um, they got the money and the NIL thing has changed that with the way they can go get the money. Like, we're going to see this have a ripple effect through all of baseball. When you, when you're a coach like Wes Johnson, having great success in your organization, making $350,000 and someone says to you, we can double that for you. I mean, what do you, you got to at least explore the option. Right. And for him, it was quick. And I was reading about that. I guess like they found out like on the, on, on the plane and um you know the news kind of broke so like there was some muttering on the twins charter like um as he was playing at the coach's card game aaron gleeman had a good story about this for the athletic um and then you know when the plane landed the news really broke to everybody on the team so there wasn't a lot of time for them to prepare like statements all of this stuff i guess he's going to stay on for the series one more series and i'm out of here like how that's that shit's crazy to me you got to have some built up street cred to do that. Um, and Hey, but you know what? Maybe you don't, maybe that's where, where I started this and that's where I'm at grips with it. I think he can look at those twins players and say, I'm sorry. I'm getting more than double the salary now. Like I'm getting a life improvement and that's in any walk of life. You, you should be rooting for people to do that. So, that's, uh, I mean, pretty wild uh, for the Twins. talk about We talked about circling where did Bryce Harper get hurt. We talked about the Angels and Mariners circle the brawl and what happens after. For the Twins, I mean, post-pitching coach, that's going to be a thing. <laughs> Tom Ace said he should just parachute out of the plane. Just, <laughs> just straight out. See you guys. We had a good run, fellas. <laughs> get, me, get me close to Louisiana. I'll glide in the rest of the way. just get a good angle at it trav you are right salaries are going to go up because oh my they have to think about how much we've talked about coaching on this show and how much Mm -hmm. important it's gotten recently and if you're losing out on the best talent that's not going to fly teams like the giants have you know they've done just more coaches you know, they've taken like almost like out of the school playbook, like, hey, how many teachers can we have per kid? They're trying to just have more coaches. Guess what? That's about to get expensive. Yeah. You want the best guy. I, I've been saying this for years. Here we go. People have heard me say this on the show. If I was a team, a major league baseball team, I would invest heavily in my coaches' salaries, specifically in the minor leagues where these kids are getting molded and shaped. These guys in the minor league get paid nothing to coach the future of these billion dollar franchises you're putting together rosters that you're paying 200 plus million dollars a year, but you're paying a guy 35 to 40 grand or something, you know, in the minor leagues. Like why would anybody want to do that? It's a grind. It's so much work to do that. If I was a team, I would say, Here's what I'm offering. It's a lot. It's a sustainable amount that you can go live a good life on. Come help mold our organizations, and teams just haven't done this. And this might be what changes everything. It's a little mind-blowing, and that's why these college coaches are are getting paid like that. You mentioned the boosters, but they're also still considered, you know, they're molding young men, which uh, 
you know, it was kind, was kind of lost on the major league level as we went fully analytical and let the numbers decide it. Um, pretty wild. Uh, if, I, if I was a Twins fan, I'd be pissed off, man. We're losing our pitching coach to LSU? LSU. Go Tigers. Well, they, you know what? They, but they said they didn't even really have a – he didn't give them a chance to say, right. like, how can we keep you? Right. Which, hey, maybe that's, so, maybe that's where he wants to be, right? I've talked to a lot of guys that get into coaching, and they, you don't realize how much work it is. And it's not just the on-field stuff. It's afterwards and all the reports that you have to write and all the paperwork that you have to do. I've heard it from managers, hitting coaches, pitching coaches, coaches in the minor leagues. That's the one thing they'll tell you, like, holy, I didn't know – how much paperwork I was going to have to do, how many reports I was going to have to write every single night. So it is a absolute grind. And if you can pare down your work and get paid double, I mean, I'm on team Johnson in this one. Team Storielli. Uh, Trev, we got to keep it moving, big daddy. Um, Where are we at? We're, we're at it. Let's, uh, we're at standout performances that are brought to you by DraftKings. Sportsbook, Trev, it's time to step up to the plate with DK, the official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. New customers can bet just $5 on any game and you'll get $150 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. They have their same game parlays that you can add up a couple bets for bigger payouts. I've been doing my Friday parlays. A couple winners, couple losers, just being honest. Why don't you? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY. New customers can make any $5 MLB bet and get $150 in free bets no matter what. That's promo code JOHNBOY at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. MLB trademarks used with permission. Trevor Plouffe, would you like to give me your standout performer? This is a, a guy that just probably deserves this award or yeah, award every single week. Shane McClanahan, seven innings pitched, one earned run, 10 Ks, four hits, no walks. Yes. Oh, it was against the Pirates, Trev. What are you talking about? No big deal. This guy's gone nine straight starts, six innings pitched or more with two earned runs or less. When this guy's on the mound, you have a really good chance to win the game. And guess what? Yeah, he did against the Pirates. Yankees, two games in a row he did it to. Okay, so this guy's getting it done. He's young dude, Rays. It's got to be very scary for everybody when you hear that. Young dude, lefty, throws cheese with the Rays. The sky's the limit for potential here, uh, and he's been showing out. So shout out Shaney McClanahan. He leads. No nickname. He's a better nickname. We need to give him one. Well, Jimmy tried Mac, but we weren't sure if that works. with. What are you talking about? So we'll, We'll see if he's open to that. Uh, he's currently leading the American League in ERA starts, innings pitch, strikeouts, ERA plus, whip, and hits allowed per nine innings. Is .832 whip, meaning per inning you allow .8 base runners. Is that good? It's really good. I like that one. It's, in fact, the best. Um, it's a great standout. Uh, common foolish Bailey W. Um, as I roasted him last night, my apologies, Bailey. I saw it. I took it. Um, Trev, I'm Bailey is, where are you, Bailey? Where are you, Bailey? (laughs) Um, Trev, I'm, I'm 
going easy. Uh, I'm going Christian Javier. Uh, no hits the Yankees for seven innings, 13 strikeouts. It, it felt like they were never really in hitters' counts. Um, you hear starting pitchers talk about it. David Cohn will talk about it on broadcast sometimes. You know, for starting pitchers, there's there's four starts a year that you feel on God mode and everything is working. There's four starts a year where it feels like you've got nothing, and then there's everything in between. And this was one of the four God mode starts of the year where uh, Christian Javier was untouchable. Uh, the, the Yankees, they have the second OPS in baseball. They're first in runs. They're first in homers. And he just locked him up, man. Uh, his his breaking ball is disgusting. He's the guy that the Astros have used as their swing man uh, in recent postseason. He's even done that a little bit this year. His ERA is down to two seven three, eighty one strikeouts in sixty two innings. Uh, he will be a factor in this postseason, whether he's starting or relieving. Um, and by the way, he's already got. He already has one, two, three, four, uh, eleven playoff appearances. So. You know, when the 25-year-old is on the bump come October, he, he won't be scared about it. I love it. Let's... Hold on. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm dealing with some real quick. Well, that's even perfect, Trev, because we're about to do a little quick slump watch. We'll do a high and tight slump watch as Trevor Plouffe tries to round up his little ones. It's summer, people. Ronnie Acuna Jr. was on Slump Watch back-to-back weeks with three for 13s. I tried to get him off. He stayed, and he gets off the right way. A three for seven with the walk, 429. A couple claps yeah. for you, Ronnie. Santa, Especially comboed with that last Right, when you pair it all together. Bubble, anyway, he's good. It, it, it looks good. J.D. Martinez. Uh, five for 13, double, two RBI, three walks, 385, a 500 on base. <laughs> Jumbo Dong, some people call him. Uh, Santiago Espinal, two for 10, and he's really been in it. There's a chance he stays. I'm going to leave it for now. I think he's going to stay. I think he stays. Nick Castellanos, six for 17. I mean, that's 353. Yeah. Uh, he's got to get going with Bryce. Looks like all singles, but maybe Bryce being out, the DH spots opened up a little bit. Hey, sometimes a little Thanks bingo will get you going. Pressure's and on. trade deadline specialist, Wilson Contreras, four for 11, double, three RBI, two walks, 364, 462, and a hit by pitch. He is off. So let's reset. So we think we're leaving Espinal. I think I think he's the only one staying, right? I think so. I think so. Potential players to add. Uh, J.P. Crawford. This one's a little risky because he might be suspended, but 0 for 10. A.J. Pollock, another friend of the pod. 0 for 10 himself. Nolan Gorman, the big prospect we just gave a lot to. 0 for 13. Baseball finds a way. Ryan McMahon, 0 for 10. And Jake Cronenworth, 0 for 9. Awesome. Oh. Uh, Phillies picked up our friend Oscar Mikado. Oh, wow. Okay. Interested. Get hot. A little defense. Get hot for a little bit, Oscar. Um, and that was Guardians 40, man. We just talked about that a little bit. BBD, I think what I'm going to do, and I'm sorry to my rocks, I think I'm going to leave Ryan McMahon off. Mm. Uh, the rocks are kind of out of it. Uh, 
Sorry, Ryan McMahon. Love you. Defensive stud. Defensive wizard. These other four, Nolan Gorman, uh, hot in the streets. Rook, let's get him figured out for the Cardinals. A.J. Pollock, we've talked about with the White Sox a lot. They kind of need him to go. If he can get going, it can change something. J.P. Crawford, uh, just in the news for a lot of reasons. So we'll see if he even gets suspended or what goes on. Uh, and Cronenworth, I definitely want to be on there uh, because without Machado... Yeah, he's he's gonna have to step up. They need they need him to go. So our new updated slump watch: Santiago Espinal, Nolan Gorman, AJ Pollock, JP Crawford, and Jake Cronzone, Cronin Worth. Dirt nasties on fuego. That means I'm on fire, baby. Like Waco. Trev, you want to give me the hot boys right now? Cause I I love watching you get juiced up by who's hot. Um, it's hot here. Yeah. Isla's gone out of the Magnum Condom Studio. Not a place for, not a place for your young daughter. She's gone. Isaac Paredes. I, is it Isak? It's Isak. Isak. Love that for him. Yeah. Love that for him. Isak Paredes, six for eight, a homer, two doubles, four RBIs, and a walk. Alejandro Kirk, our thick short king, six for ten, two homers, five ribbies, and two walks. Another shorty. It's the short episode. Jose Altuve went into Yankee Stadium, five for 14, two homers, two doubles, two ribbies, four walks, and a hit by pitch. Like that. Wasn't that the first pitch of the series? Yeah, sure was. Yeah. Like that. Seth Brown, six for 13, a homer, three doubles, and four RBIs. Josh Bell, trade piece, seven for 12, three or a triple, two doubles, two RBIs, and a walk. Alex Verdugo, might hear more about him later. So I'll skip him. Mike Trout starts the brawl. It's all his fault. That's what Jake said. Jake said it. Four for nine, home run, three, a triple, a double, two RBIs, and four walks. Brandon Nimmo. Goes off six for 13, a homer, two doubles, two RBIs. And Nico Horner, six for 11, a homer, two ribbies, and two walks. They were all in fuego. In parentheses on our notes, it says, weak in fuego because offense was down. Yeah, I saw there was a note at the top that it was one of the worst offensive weekends like of the season. So that's something of note. I don't know what that is. It's my turn. It sure is, Trev. Kelsey brought us in there with that beautiful voice. I, I'm going back and forth with my name. It's not going to be a Tolkien baseball award. Mm. My mm. first uh, name for it was put some respect on his name. Right. But then I started thinking it's kind of the opposite year award okay. also. And we're going to talk about our guy, Michael Harris of the Atlanta Braves. Now, if my notes are right, Youngest player in the National League. Okay. Oh, okay. You remember last year what happened to the Braves? Did they lose an outfielder? Sure did. They lost an outfielder. It helped somehow. They went out and got all these guys, and it was a it was Mary. They win the World Series. This year's completely different because they've added a guy guy out in the outfield. So you got Duvall out and left. You got Acuna in right now, and Michael Harris has been playing a bang-up center field for them. Uh, 103 at-bats, uh, 355, 524 for an 879 OPS out of your center field. That's good for a 138 OPS plus. He can go get it in the outfield, too. His defense was on display this weekend, a couple of really nice diving catches there. 
Um, he's allowed Acuna to stay in right field and like not cover as much ground. Adam Duvall uh, hits way better when he's in left field. You know, he's a good outfielder, but like, let's let this guy like chill out a little bit. Michael Harris, go run around and go get it. He's been doing exactly that. He's been kind of like an unsung hero of the Braves. Uh, and I just wanted to shine a little bit of light because I thought it's, it's kind of funny. You had Acuna go out last year. They figured things out this year. They're adding a stud outfielder. This guy, 21 years old, 112 days. And he's coming up doing what he's doing, you know, in the thick of uh, a season where, you know, they needed the turnaround. They've done that. He's going to be right in the thick of it, man. So shout out Michael Harris, put respect on his name, opposite year award. I don't know, man, you just deserve some shine. So keep going. Looks like his Twitter handle is money. Mike. Uh, Love that too. So about that. Uh, I was on, I, I did the farm to fame episode uh, with Peter when he got called up and yeah, brave, Braves fans are all about this guy. He's doing it on both sides, dude, to be a center fielder and have a three thirty batting average and eight seventy nine OPS and be flagging it down while being the youngest dude uh, in baseball. I, I think he's one of those guys that during the pandemic, he, he went different than everyone else and he elevated himself and now he's found himself as the brave center fielder. Uh, unreal. Unreal. Uh, Trev, great award. I- I'm going to do the chiropractor award. I can't wait for this one. Trev, the Boston Red Sox. You might have heard me say this. They're the third best team in the American League right now. Uh, and they are on the way up. You know, sputtering start. And now they're starting to go and figure it out. Part of that, uh, my guy Alex Verdugo. Mm. Um, you know we, you know a John Boy Media favorite, uh, f- essentially a friend of the pod while being a half friend of the pod. Rose rotation. Um, I know we we've interacted with his brother. You can butter knife cut his stats up a lot of different ways, but him starting to go for the Boston offense. I think is massively important for this team. You mentioned in June, uh, he's started 21 games. The Red Sox are 18 and three in those games. He's hitting 317 with a 391 on base and an 855 OPS. When you play the Boston Red Sox, you know Devers is going to do his thing. You pencil him in for a couple big hits. You know JD Martinez and Bogats, kind of the same, right? You know, one of them might have a mass series. If that happens, the other one's probably a stud. Trevor Story. We talked about him a little bit. He's starting to go, driving in runs. You know, tough start, but he's Trevor Story. Alex Verdugo has had a nice start to his young baseball career. He's still pretty young. He's 26. Uh, He's played a lot of ball. He's a career 284, 340 on base guy. Coming into the month... He was hitting 227 with a 263 on base. Trev, he's up to 256, 305 now. I think he's going to keep going uh, because he's a better hitter than those numbers. And Alex Verdugo, for me, man, when you play the Red Sox, he's the true backbreaker. That's why he's getting the chiropractor award. You know those other guys are going to get you here and there. Verdugo's kind of the wild card sometimes. But, man, when he is right, he is a tough out. He is a tough playoff baseball out when he is right. 
and it looks like he might be right. So I, I'm giving it to Doogie. Um, when he's right, he's also a fun, fun player to watch when he's right. I um, definitely see some positive regression there coming. You know, we talked about that with Story too. Like he's, he's some more hits are going to fall for him. Obviously, that's the same thing. It started to do it already with for Dugo. You know, when I'm thinking about what you're saying, like the backbreaker, the guy that's going to get to you, another name that comes up, and maybe a little bit of, um, you know, people are going to remember what he did last year in the postseason. Jock Peterson and Alex Verdugo are very similar, like kind of at bats there, where it's like you might pitch around somebody to get to them and they make you pay or like they can take a series over if need be. Like they can just go ahead and take one over and they, they can lead the way. Um, so I love this award for him. I believe they are very similar players and I believe the Red Sox are very much still in it. Like I didn't even mention like who they got coming back. Eovaldi, Whitlock, Sale, like all slated to come back. Red Sox team is going to be fun, and you're right, man. Like, Verdugo's a big part of it. And those damn City Connect jerseys, they're so mm. good. And shout out stats that exist but don't matter for pointing that out. Doogie, man. Add. He he makes mm. that lineup just a little little bit deeper, and I think it changes the whole team. Um, BBD, you got a best friend? Max Freed, 6.2, two earns, 9Ks, six hits and a walk. It's his third best friend of the week award on the season, most among all pitchers. Ties a couple guys for with ties a couple guys for the overall lead with three. And I, I see him, you mentioned tied with some other guys. Uh our guy does deserve a shout out. Probably should have done it earlier. Did you see the catch Ian Hat made, Trev? Yes, yes. Okay. Yes. He's a stud. Nine okay. figure Ian, you mean? Okay, nine figure Ian. Uh I didn't know he had that in the bag. Oh, he's got that. He's a sneaky yeah. athlete there. He is an athlete. Hey, Max Freed, is Max Freed becoming like, like a premier like, he's a premier guy in the NL. Like like a guy guy. Maybe he becomes a premier guy in the AL. Um talk about nine figures. Whoops. Hey, we normally do elevator talk. We're at a buck fifty-six, and we don't even have the elevator thing. I spun a, a random thing. What do you yeah, got? It. The New York Mets. Okay, Trev, you got anything on the New York Metropolitans? One minute on the clock? I like where you're at. Yeah. I can't wait to see what you do at the trade deadline. We mentioned a DeGrom 20-pitch live bullpen. We're trying to get the track stats on that. Scherzer is going to be back very soon. I say it all the time about this team. They're a, they're a 200 and something million dollar gritty roster, which is you don't see too often. I kind of like that combination right there. Mixing Uncle Stevie at the helm. This is, we have not talked enough about the Mets, the baseball world in general, as of late. Start off the season, yes. But as of late, they've kind of just flown under the radar. They're going to be there. We're talking a lot about them the next couple of months. And might have to compare it to other teams. They've got five guys in their lineup. Not This is excluding pitchers with 1.9 wars or better. Lindor, Alonzo, Starling Marte, McNeil, and Nimmo. Uh, those are guys contributing regularly, kind of on both sides of the ball. I mean, not you, Pete, but you do your yeah, Escobar thing. Escobar and Canna behind those two guys. I mean, that's just, that's a deep, deep lineup right there. Luis Guillorme, that diving catch. Chick sucks. Love you guys. Chat, huge show. Great job today. I am starving. I, too, am starving. 
I appreciate sure I'm in a good spot. Wait a step up, chat. 